Shots with Cap and Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN app. Good morning and welcome in to the Cap and Jay Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. With David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. Glad that you're with us. Good morning, Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash ESPN with Down Chicago. That's where you can watch our show and all the shows here at ESPN Chicago. It is now time for Shot or No Shot. Here's Shay Norling. Shay? Snorling, what's up? What's up, boys? Uh, not the yeah. Chicago Bulls. No, clearly. That's not the case. What a trade deadline. I want to start with the Bulls. I know we spent the last hour on them, but it is NBA trade deadline day. So I want to start with this. The one move we've really seen solid reporting on comes from Chris Haynes uh, tweeting that the Chicago Bulls are interested in signing Russell Westbrook should he secure a buyout from the Utah Jazz. League sources tell NBA on TNT and Bleacher Report. Mm -hmm. That from Chris Haynes on Twitter. Shot or no shot? The Bulls should go after Russell Westbrook on the buyout market for a team-friendly deal. Uh, that's a no shot. Wow. Um, well, you were brief, right to the point. I'm just giving you your time, pal. So I don't think he does anything for you. I think he's a ball-dominant, hoggish-type player. But who are you running out there at the point? Truly. Dragic literally needs a walker to get on the court. Yes. Kobe and Io, talented kids. They're not point guards. If you're not going out trading and getting me a point guard, the hell? Pick him up. Doesn't cost you anything. Not my money. Not giving anything up if he's on the buyout market. Yeah. Shot. No shot. For someone who rants about combo guards on this team. He's a combo, I agree. Well, I mean, you, but you hate that, though. Well, but who are you giving me that can play the point? I literally don't have a point guard on the roster. And if you get Westbrook, you still won't have one. But I know what I don't have. You, there... don't, you don't like it. I don't know why you even said shot. You're just trying to be contrarian. You don't like that. You know you, know you don't like that. If I like was that. building a team, no, Russell Westbrook would not be on it. But what else do we have? Give me something. I don't yeah, make a move. I don't need him to come here just for my entertainment. We, right. You've seen him play. You understand what's going on with him. I mean, look, I'm t- I'm going to get a player here that since 2018 has played for Oklahoma City, Houston, Washington, and now the Lakers. This will be his fifth team in six years. No I, shot. I don't disagree with you, but when I sit down tonight, pour nice wine, a nice bourbon, uh-huh. and I watch the Bulls and the Brooklyn Nets. I'd rather watch Russell Westbrook play than watch Goran Dragic. You like the bull tonight, by the way? You like the bull? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll waste you, another $50 same-game parlay you like, again. You like the net, maybe? Net? The net has nothing. Hmm. If you can't beat the net as currently constituted, now by the end of the day, who knows? If you can't beat the net tonight, you suck. Just so you know, David Kaplan's fading the audience right there. He, he's trying to put get the public money on the Bulls. <laughs> so you go the other way. Since you're going to bring up the bull in the net, I'm looking at the line right now. Bulls plus one and a half on the road in Brooklyn against a team that, like, did Bridges get on the plane? He's going to go tonight? No shot. No Duquesne way Johnson Bridges get on the plane? Is, he's going to go tonight? tonight? They're going to roll dead bodies out there. The hoodie, they're going to take Jay-Z off the sideline and ask him to play point guard. Good. Why like- are the Bulls a one and a half point dog? 
Here you go. One and a half point dog or favorite? One and a half point dog, dog. on yeah. the road in Brooklyn against a team that's got nobody. So here you go. Impromptu shot or no shot. Vegas is telling us right here, one of DeMar or Levine will not be here. Hmm. Well, well, is DeMar going to play? Be, not play because of injury? Now, he didn't play the last game, correct, against Memphis. It's one of the reasons why the Bulls lost against Memphis. I couldn't get it on the app, by the way, when I was in Carbondale. I had to watch the Bally's sports version. First time watching Bally's, by the way. And saw that version of the Memphis version. And they, their heads were scratching. Like, I don't understand. How come the Bulls are bad? Um, so I, uh, I say that uh, this is the kind of game where the Bulls would usually lose, right? Correct. An undermanned team, a team that's erratic. Uh, are you leaning Bulls for that one? I, I, I'm going to wait till 2 o'clock and figure out what the hell they're doing. All right, Shay. All right, there's, we're going to get to the Bears. There's a big-name wide receiver likely to be available later on this summer. The Chargers need to make some difficult decisions to create cap space, of which they have none. Keenan Allen is likely to be cut. Shot or no shot, if Keenan Allen gets cut and is available in free agency later on this summer as a cap-saving move for Los Angeles, the Chicago Bears should be the first phone call he gets. Is he healthy? First one, huh? First call. Um, is he healthy? I got to know if he's healthy. I don't know. That's the way I don't know. But I, I guess what Shay's asking is just based on the talent, would you acquire him? Yeah, if he's on the buyout mark, I mean the cap cut, mm-hmm. why not? That's a shot. If he's healthy. Mm-hmm. By the way, we have another NBA trade. And That's again, it's not us. Okay. Is that, is that breaking news? Uh, it's not one I would play the sounder for. All right. Go right ahead. Jakob Pertl is out of San Antonio. That was late last night. Oh, I didn't even see that last yeah. night. <laughs> that, that got dropped like five minutes before Kevin Durant. So oh. that one got swept right under the rug. Yeah, Jakob Pertl is now back a to Raptor. Toronto. He's yeah. a Raptor. Yes. Oh, and that's um, for a guy I never heard of. Kem Birch. Ever uh, heard of Kem Birch? No. The Orlando Magic legend, Kem Birch? Never heard of him. Oh, just a, he was your neighbor, wasn't he? Back when you lived in the city? The Birches? Fantastic. Maybe. Yes. Yes. Margaret and Kem. Margaret was a realtor, if you recall. She was studying for her real estate. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. Failed I remember, the test. Remember it well. Pirtle's a really good player. Spurs are tanking. They're tanking bad. <laughs> they are doing all they can to get Victor Wembanyama. I heard you, Stacey King, when the Bulls played the Spurs. Best coaching that Pop's ever done. What? He's miserable. Miserable. Horrific. <laughs> Are you kidding me? It might be great coaching because he's teaching the kids, but he's miserable at 14 yeah, and 41. Yeah, he played really well. You had 17 points. Get him out of here. Yeah. They lost 10 straight. They're, they're, they're going for it, brother. They're going for it. They're embracing the tank. 100%. All right, Shay. I say, by the way, with the, the Allen, I say shot. Just because I think you're asking about the skill set more so than anything else, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So, well, and if, listen. If he's not healthy, then he's not getting signed. If he can't pass a physical, or the, you don't trust the medicals, then he's not going to get signed. So, I assume if you if you give him a call and going to sign him, he's going to be a healthy guy, at least in the summer. Once he starts playing games, who knows? I want to stick with the Chargers for a second because there's another name that potentially could be cut and could give the Bears a nice little two tight end option: Gerald Everett. Likely not going to be on the Chargers because of their cap situation. So shot or no shot, Bears need to get on the phone if he gets cut. That's a shot. You at least you didn't say get him. He said get on the phone and inquire inquire about him. He's, That's a shot. He will turn twenty nine, I believe. Twenty eight. He'll turn twenty 
28. Or he is 28. Uh, yeah, that's a shot. Solid player. He's not amazing, but he's solid. I mean, the playoff game with the Jaguars, he had six catches for 109 and a touch. Why would I not want to take a shot? Uh, now, I would think if Keenan Allen hits the market, the Dallas Cowboys will be very tough to beat on him. I would think. Okay, Cap. Let's, Shay, let's keep our eyes on the Lakers here. Let's keep our eyes on the Lakers. We got some breaking news here? Well, my phone's a little hot. Um, let's just watch what the Lakers do now that Phoenix have made their move. Now the Lakers realize Does, they'll, they'll have no shot because of the trade here. They'll have no shot to get, maybe not to get, definitely not get to the playoffs. But definitely not contend. Hoodie, does shot or no shot, the name you're hearing rhymes with Mac Devine? Um, that is a, a shot. Yeah, it's what I was telling you this yeah. morning. That na- the, the Lakers are interested in a player whose name rhymes with Mac Devine? The Bulls want this guy off the roster. They're not going to tell you that. I'm telling you that. They are done with this guy. Let's also keep our eyes on the Lakers. Again, I'll repeat, because of what happened overnight here with the Suns, knowing that the Lakers more than likely will not make a, a, a deal here, let's just watch LeBron very closely. Just watch it very closely, Cap. Because, I mean, LeBron already got the scoring record. Now what else is left in Los Angeles? So just watch, just keep your eyes on it. Chicago Bulls have acquired LeBron James. <laughs> watch the, and, and, and watch the narrative change, right? I hate this LeBron. This LeBron sucks. He's a whiner. He's a flopper. We got LeBron? Oh, my God. Wait, we got LeBron? You sound like Eddie on the north side. See, watch, watch the narrative change. That whole deal we went through yesterday about how you hate LeBron because of this, or you, he's not a, you're a Michael person, you don't like LeBron. If he was in a Chicago uniform, you'd love him. You'd hike your skirt up for LeBron James. On the corner of Madison Avenue. Shay. So LeBron's done the I'm going to lose to KD thing again. He's like, I don't want to do this. Uh, listen, that's been half his career. Just just keep your eye on it. Go ahead. All right. Well, since you brought him up, let's stick with it for a moment. Two big three eras came to an end yesterday. The final piece of the Kyrie, KD, Harden big three moved to Phoenix. That was Kevin Durant. And the LeBron, Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook big three split up with Westbrook on the move to Utah. Shot or no shot? The Nets big three is by far the bigger disappointment. Think about that. What do you think? The Nets' big three is the most disappointing I can remember in a long, long time. Remember what an overwhelming choice Brooklyn was to win the title? Yes. They were like 2-1. to one. Yes. Plus, two fi- plus 250, I think they were. They were by far the number one choice to win the NBA title over the last couple seasons. And guess what? They sucked. Polluted organization. Awful. There's got to be a moment where Sean Marks, the GM, Jacques Vaughn, the head coach, and Joe Sy, the owner, are, oh, thank God I got all those maniacs out of here. Now get the Simmons kid out of here. Right? Yeah. Yeah, no question about that. Wow. Uh, Did you see uh, Kyrie's quote about that organization and Kevin Durant being traded? They asked Kyrie what he thought about Kevin Durant going to Phoenix. Obviously, now the two of them will be Western Conference rivals. Kyrie said, I'm just glad he got out of there. 
<laughs> wow. I mean, come on, man. What does that mean? What does that mean? This whole thing was a joke. They tried to put something together, and they didn't put the time into it to make it work, Cap. Ultimately, that's what it was with Brooklyn. They didn't make time for it to work. Like, we're going to get an instant championship here. No, you won't. Because Kyrie's going to do his own thing. Harden, boy, I tell you what, nobody's more slippery than James Harden. If the, if, the, if the team is uncomfortable, he'll leave. He'll force a trade quickly. It's just, But it's really about four or five players. But those four or five, five players make the league look bad, meaning like everybody wants to leave. Everyone's forcing a trade. I understand it's, a, it's player empowerment, but that's not the entire league. But, I mean, uh, there's a few others, I think, Cap, that are going to be looking to make, to make a move here as well. No doubt. Yeah, so... Keep our eyes on that. I would just love to have that breaking news sounder. Chicago Bulls have traded Zach Levine. For LeBron, straight up. (laughs) Or for whoever. Yeah. Just, you got to fix this thing. Give me a plan. I'll buy in if you give me a plan. Just keep middling along. Eh. Yeah. No. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. Danny's going to put money in your pocket in one minute, and then we'll go around the National Football League. Still to come, Deal Breakers comes your way at 835. Cap and Jay Hood, weekday mornings at 7. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. Cap and Jay Hood are back on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Nick Foles sucks. He sucks. I'm just a fan. I'm not a football evaluator. I love the Green Bay Packers. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. I want winners. He starts to come and he pulls out. This is a really thickly built guy. I mean, what's the answer you're looking for on these things here? I'm Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app, the same ESPN Chicago app where you could find Peggy and Dion. They always say, we don't know. We'll just figure it out. There's shows every Saturday. But you catch the podcast, Peggy and Dion, available now on the ESPN Chicago app. Time to go around the National Football League here on this Thursday morning. Here's Shay Norling. Shay? Snore it up, kid. Let's go. All right, boys. I want to start with a couple nuggets that are right here at home in Chicago. The first, uh, Mark Carmen of CHGO Sports caught up with Jalen Johnson yesterday talking about a contract extension with the Bears. Here's Jalen Johnson. At the end of the day, that's just, but I mean, I, it, it's, it's a business too. So, I mean, I understand that aspect of it, but definitely want to be in Chicago. Definitely want to open up that, that talk, to open up that door um, of being extended. But I feel like at the end of the day too, the, the numbers have to be the right thing. The opportunities have to be the right way. So, I mean, really for me, not not pressing it, um, just accepting what, what is and then also knowing my value, knowing my worth. But at the end of the day too, my, my job is to play football. So, Regardless of contract or not, I'm, I'm going to give the team everything I got and then just continue to move on with my future. Uh, the Carm getting it done there, talking to former going to uh, Jalen Johnson. Um, I expect a contract extension to happen. I mean, he's still a young player. The Carm is killing it out there. Mark Carmen doing great work. And he's the guy that ran down Matt Nagy, and now he's got Jalen Johnson. You're damn right they're getting him extended. You got nothing but money up there on the cap. Kid's a good young corner. Everybody okay in there? What are you doing, Jay Moore? I didn't realize my mic was open. That was the loudest can crack I've ever heard. Did you actually open it? Yeah, some liquid death. Okay, that's fine. But just first time with a new can? or Come on, man. You've never cracked a 40 before? Wow. Go ahead. 
go ahead, Jay. So I, they're going to get it done. A hundred percent, they're going to get it done. Shay. All right, before we get to Roger Goodell, I have one more uh, Bears nugget. Former Bear and current Steelers guard James Daniels was one of only five offensive linemen to play at least 600 pass back blocking snaps and not allow a single sack. Oof. That's a monster right there. Now, again, low draft pick cap. Second round. Second round. James Daniels? Yes. Second round draft Second pick. Second round out of the University of Iowa. Hmm. Restaurant quality there. You got to like those numbers. Think about that. What if he's with the Bears? Would he be as good? I would hope so. What I don't understand is why you would allow a kid at that age to walk out the door. He didn't get paid stupid money. Would right. he get like $9 million? Like, wasn't like the, some huge franchise-altering contract. Yeah. But he wasn't their guy. Pace drafted him, not polls. Let him go. And he turns out to be a damn good signing in Pittsburgh. And you need offensive line. Beauty is in the high of the beholder in that spot, right? Like, you see talent, and they said, well, we could just move on. And then see what happens. He flourishes with another team. Could he could use that kind of production. That's for sure. He had three for 26. It was uh, constructed so that last year's cap hit, just $4.1 million. How many pancakes? Uh, he is more of a waffle guy. <laughs> What I'm asking you. Go ahead. All right, Hoodie, let's get to Roger Goodell. He did his annual Super Bowl press conference yesterday. The place that I want to begin, we have three things that he said. The one I want to start with is his comments on the officiating. Listen to this. When you look at officiating, I don't think it's ever been better in the league. There are over 42,000 plays in a season. Multiple infractions could occur on any play. Take that out or extrapolate that. That's hundreds if not millions of, of, of potential fouls. And our officials do an extraordinary job of getting those. Okay. okay. How would you answer that if you're the commissioner? He says that it's never been better, which is a lie. So how would you answer that if you're the commissioner? If I was the commissioner, I know he's got you know his minions telling him, here's what you have to say. They help him through the talking points. I would have said... Look, our officials work incredibly hard. These are the biggest, strongest, fastest athletes in the world. It's unbelievably difficult to officiate this game and be perfect every time. I love our officials. We work with them every offseason to make them the best they can be. I'm confident in our officiating, and we will continue to strive to be the best. Period. That's a really good answer. Because you're, you're always striving. It's No, it's never going to be perfect, but you're striving to be better. To, to say and put a cap on it and say, it's never been better. Well, that's just a lie. That's, now you just, that's not true. Well, just now you're just being disingenuous. Agreed. You know my other problem with Roger Goodell, Cap? You know my other problem with Roger Goodell is the lack... You can't play point guard for the Bulls? No, the lack of accountability. Jim Trotter. You know Jim Trotter? Oh, yeah. Longtime NFL scribe. Yep says that its commitment to diversity extends beyond the sideline in the front office, but the numbers in the newsroom and the league-owned media group says otherwise. Jim Trotter's asking him, where's the, um, the multiple um, people in the newsroom of color that cover the NFL? This is something that's going to be handled by Goodell, and this is his answer. I am not in charge of the newsroom, um, so I, what, I think, the, the, as you point out, it's the same question you asked last year. And we did go back, and we have reviewed everything we've been doing across the league. 
And we are looking at everything from vendors that we're working with to partners that we're working with to ownership where we've seen significant changes in diversity just this year. And I'm not specific, do not know specifically about the media business. We'll check in again with our people, but I am comfortable that we made significant progress across the league. I can't answer the specific questions. Some of the data you may have raised there may be accurate, maybe not. Last year, I was told some of it wasn't. We'll get to you on that. We want to make progress across the board, and that includes in the media room. And so those are things that we'll continue to look at and hopefully make real progress to. I can't answer because I do not know specifically what those numbers are today. So Roger Goodell, once again, not taking ownership as a commissioner in the NFL. What do you mean? Uh, he says, and he really had a hard time with that answer, as you could hear, right? Had a hard time. Jim Trotter asked him a, a, a very clear question of how come there aren't more people of color or women in league-owned media and he can't give you an answer. I don't have the numbers. Maybe the numbers you gave last year is accurate. Maybe it's not. You have to be able to look into this. You say I, his first thing he said was. I am not in charge of the newsroom. Um, so I, what, I think, the, the, as you point out, it's the same question you asked last year. He's not in charge of the newsroom. You're the commissioner. You're in charge of everything. Correct. Have some ownership, some balls. I would have preferred he, he had said, look, Jim, I. I don't have those numbers in front of me here, but I can promise you, as soon as the Super Bowl's over and I'm back at work, I will make sure this gets looked into and someone will follow up with you. Just pass the buck to somebody else. I don't have the numbers. They might be accurate, maybe not, but we're doing all we can. You're not doing all you can. Just cash the check. That's what he's doing. He did not need to say, well, some of the numbers you gave last year were not accurate. What's that all about? Now you're discrediting the great Jim Trotter who's been covering the, the league for 30 years. Really? Just act and say, I'm going to do all I can to make sure we're doing all the right things, and I will look into this when I'm back in the office. It's a valid question. What is this I don't know the specifics? Do you know what he made each of the last two seasons? Uh, how much? $63 million. You're the most powerful man in sports, and you get paid $63 million a year. You got to know the specifics, Raj. On everything, because you're the commissioner of the NFL. Well, I'm not saying that he's going to know the specific answer to every question. I disagree with you there, but he should say, I am back in the office next week. I will make sure this gets looked into, and you, Jim, you will get a call. This is two years in a row with the same question about diversity in the in the. Um, and so he should have known room. it was coming. Yeah, because you should have saw his face. Like He's like, oh, God. Here we go. Her. Yeah, and had no answer again. All right, Jay, what else? Uh, one last thing from Goodell. I don't think we have the audio on this. He wants to have the ability to flex Thursday night games Uh-oh. the way they flex Sunday night games. Okay. You want a little news flash, Roger? <laughs> the NFLPA, they are not going to like that one. Yes. So flexing the Thursday night game, like whatever is on Sunday, you put it on Thursday to try to lift up Amazon. This is the Al Michaels rule, by the way. <laughs> Al, Al had some lousy games to call for Thursday night football on Amazon. So they want to flex in the Thursday? But it, you're saying the NFLPA won't like it. The NFLPA, if they get 
Oh, wait a minute. We could sell how much more to Amazon here? Okay. No, it can't. We got it's not going to happen. Like Detroit-Green Bay, if it's a good game on a Sunday, or Chicago-Green Bay, good game on a Sunday, and the Thursday night game in week 17 sucks, and they want to move Chicago. Surprise, you're on a short week. It's never going to happen. Ever. And keep in mind, Cap, Amazon is last on the list. NBC's got to get theirs. NBC has the best coverage, the best coverage of the National Football League. Would you agree? Yes, the I Sunday would agree. Package. But Shea says it'll never happen. Money talks. That's all I'm telling. Money does talk. But I'm, I'm just saying that if they want to flex their, the Amazon game, NBC's got something to say about it. ESPN's got something to say about it. CBS has something to say about it. Hey, Amazon, you're late to the party. You get what you get. This is how Sunday Night Football started. You remember with so Mike Jackson? Who's doing the, the, the play-by-play? You remember this? Like, Well, the analyst was Tom Jackson. Wasn't it the no, linebacker? Like, remember the old punter was doing color with Joe Theismann? And it was like, I forgot the play-by-play guy. But you remember Sunday Night uh, Football was lousy when it Paul first McGuire came out. Paul McGuire was on Paul that. McGuire, the yep. old punter. Yep. Joe Theismann. And there was the play-by-play guy. Can't come to, it doesn't come to mind. Hold on. But they had a lousy package. Just before Shea was born, it was a lousy package. You remember this, right? Yes. It's terrible games. Well, that's where Amazon is right now. You got to deal with the dregs of the schedule. Mike Patrick. Mike Patrick. Thank you very much. Chain smoker while he did the games. (laughs) Mike Patrick, Roy Firestone, Joe Theismann became lead analyst a year later, and Paul McGuire. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Shay. They just have to accept the fact this league is impossible to schedule. You're going to end up with bad games nationally televised. It's going to happen. You're never going to get players to agree to surprise short weeks because you want to get a better rating on a Thursday night. Guess what? Jags-Jets is going to draw. It's the NFL. But don't make these guys agree to short weeks on surprise notice. It's ridiculous. I would, You know what? Both of you guys are correct. Yes, money talks cap. But also the NFLPA will be bitching about that on those short weeks. That's for sure. They'll bitch. Yeah. All so. right. Coming up next, we have Deal Breakers. It's a Deal Breakers Thursday. You never know what you're going to hear on Deal Breakers. You'll it's find out coming up next. Cap and Jay Hood. Weekday mornings at 7. Here's today's headlines with Captain Jay Hood. The Lakers traded Russell Westbrook to Utah, where he's expected to be bought out. The Bulls have been linked to Westbrook on the buyout market. Kevin Durant was traded to Phoenix for Mikel Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder, and four first-round picks. SIU defeated UIC in Carbondale last night by a score of 68-66. to Bradley defeated Illinois State 79-61. to Jay Moore. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Cap and Jay Hood are back on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. We all have to make choices in sports and in life. It could be running on third down. You ran the same third down situation, and you ran the same play twice. You're getting paid for that. I cannot believe the call. Or managing finances. This country, you've got to make the money first. Or... It could be a deal breaker. Time for deal breakers here on Chicago's Home for Sports ESPN 1000. Doug Llewellyn, along with Judge Wapner, Rusty the Bailiff. Wrong show. What do you mean? They're not part of deal breakers. You know what? It was a classic show. It is a snorling creation and production. Here's Shay Norling. Shay? Time he came up with her. Oh, for, you know, there's no need for the side swipe. No need. He's been busting his ass. Take it back. 
Shay. Kaplan, you come up with a benchmark dinner for two on me. Wherever you want. Oh! It's shot or no shot. Take that. All right, boys. It's, it's vintage. <laughs> Just like him. Let's get going with deal breakers. Your relationship has been on the rocks for a while, but with Valentine's Day coming up, you are hoping for a special night that can go a long way towards making things better with your partner. Well, the day before Valentine's, she gets you a gift. It's the all-new breakup bear from Walmart. A teddy bear that's ripping a heart in half with the words bye-bye sewed on its chest. How do you react to this style of breakup? Okay. Can she not verbalize how she feels? Is this how you feel by giving us a bear, a breakup bear? You can't say how you feel? Well, first of all, if we can't communicate, I don't want to be around you. That's number one. I would agree with that. If you can't look me in the eye and just say, it's over, it's not going to end well at some point, so give me the bear and let's move on. (laughs) But I think it's also a weak way to do it. Was she a child? Was she a high schooler or is this a grown adult, Shay, in this scenario? It's a grown woman. Okay, well, you know, if she's not adult enough to have the conversation and you have a breakup bear, you pull the bear apart and it says bye, then you know what? I'm done. Let me ask you a question. It is a deal breaker. When you broke up with a woman, did you go and tell her face to face or did you chicken out and do it on the phone? No, it was face to face. But it was always, it was always on me. You know what? You are a really wonderful woman. It's not you. It's me. It's, it's, you're a wonderful woman. I, I love our relationship. But you know what? I can't give you my all because I'm not right. I got to make sure that my situation is taken care of. You know, bills, I got stuff going on. Listen, I just think that if you find someone else, I can understand. Because you need to have a complete person that's ready to be able to handle you. And ultimately, I'm dating somebody else on the side. Right. So I told this woman on the phone, yeah. I've been dating for six months. Yeah, uh, this is not going to work. I'm just not ready to be all in committed. And I'm going through some stuff, blah, blah. She said, no, 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 no. You're going to get in the car. And you're going to drive to my house and you're going to tell me face to face. Yeah. I'm like, it's not necessary. No, if you're going to do this, I care about you. You are going to look me in the eye. And I did. Yeah. And now I'm married to her for 19 years. <laughs> that was see Mindy. How, see how that turned out, right? Yeah. Now, there has been times, and Shay, you tell me, there's been times where there's silence on the phone. You have a conversation on the phone, and it just you feel the disconnect in the conversation, and all of a sudden, you guys don't talk to each other as much, you don't text as much, and then you just kind of fade out of the relationship. Yeah, that, it's the peter out method. Yes, yes. There, there's a way to do it, too. But for but usually, the way I used to play it, and Danny knows this, it was the, you know, it's really me. I got a lot of stuff it's going not on. You, it's me. It's, I really got a lot of stuff going on. So I understand if you would, if you're going to move on, I totally understand it because you need someone more complete. And then, of course. What are you going to do with the bear? At the bear. You light the bear on you fire. This is a real bear. Walmart is selling. It has the heart ripped in half. It's got bye-bye on its chest. And if you press a button, it'll sing. And sinks bye-bye-bye to you. Oh, that's, that's, that's she's a child. Yeah, if childish. somebody gives me that bear, I'm throwing it at their head. Yeah. If you can't communicate with me how you really feel, then we probably shouldn't be together. So, Shay. 
All right, boys. Uh, picking a time to break up. I saw a viral video on TikTok of this. Picking a time to break up and a place to execute that is always difficult. You and your girlfriend are on a flight back home from your vacation. And at the start of a six-hour flight, she tells you she's dumping you. What do you do? Hold on a second. Go through it again. Wait, wait hold yeah. on. Say it again. Right at the start of a six-hour flight home, your girlfriend tells you she's dumping you. What and do you, you do? you just had this great vacation. Oh, it probably wasn't great, but it was a vacation. This is after the vacation, right? On yeah, the way, the way home. home. Huh. Uh, <laughs> I'd have some questions. Why? You, you were, we're breaking up because why? Something I said, something I did, my deodorant, my cologne. Did we have a bad time? Did I do something I shouldn't have done on the vacation? Yeah, it's a it's Yeah, we communicate, and if she says what the reason is, well, can we communicate and figure out why? Can we be able to get this back to you? Now, of course, in your situation, Cap, you're always asking the question. <laughs> is she hot? I'm just telling you. That is a factor, is it not? Would he be dating her if she wasn't? Exactly. Yes, you would. If she wasn't really hot, would you be dating her? Well, no. Yeah. Yeah. You, so you're just going just pretends, right? I didn't say that. Well, that's the point. So you got to have everything. I've got to have... Least. I've got to have an emotional, a spiritual, and a physical connection to be in a relationship. That's just me. I'd rather be by myself with my parlays than be with someone who I'm not attracted to. Everybody that you've dated before Mindy was hot. Everybody. One date, maybe not. A relationship, yes. They For all, me. They're to all me. Hot. Yes. Okay. Shallow hell. Okay. So I am shallow hell. So they're, <laughs> 100%. So, so they're all hot. So, but that is a factor. And so, are you trying to renegotiate the relationship, or are you going to let it go? Uh, if I'm totally head over heels in love, I'm talking to her throughout the flight. Like, can we work this out? But if I was like, okay, I'm good. See, this all depends on the rolodex of options you have in the back of your head. Order drinks and charge them to her. <laughs> like, excuse me, you want to change seats? I mean, seriously, I'd like to know why. And if she gives me a reason, like, it's fine. i just like to know why. How come I didn't get a chance to break up with you first? Exactly. <laughs> so, I'd like yeah, to know Yeah, what if that. you were planning on doing it right after you land? Damn it, I was going to... She was got in front of you. I was going to break up with you. Ah, oh, well. Deal Breakers continues as Danny puts money in your pocket. Listen very closely. Captain Jay Hood on Chicago's Home for Sports. I told you lately about the Chicago Wolves. Yes, the Chicago Wolves. Who likes beer? Now that I've got your attention, this Friday is $3 beer night at the Chicago Wolves game. That's right. It's the final $3 beer night of the season, and the Chicago Wolves take on the Iowa Wild this Friday at 7 o'clock at the Allstate Arena. The reigning Calder Cup champions, the Chicago Wolves, are making their run for the playoffs. And there's no better time for you to grab your drinking buddies and check out the Chicago Wolves against the Wild. That game takes place this Friday at 7 o'clock. Get your tickets today by going to ChicagoWolves.com. Again, ChicagoWolves.com. We are Chicago. We are hockey. We like $3 beers. We are the Wolves. Jay Moore. Cap and Jay Hood are back. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. On Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. Deal breakers. Here's Shay Norling. Shay. 
All right, believe it or not, your favorite team, yeah, the Chicago Bears, they're in the Super Bowl. Your wife is thrilled and excited about this. She wants to throw a Super Bowl party and invite all of your friends over. But most of them are the, I like the Super Bowl, but I'm not really a sports fan oh, type. Oh, God. You just want to go to a party. You tell your wife, listen, it's my team. It's the Bears. I just want to lock in and watch the Super Bowl. I don't want to have a party. But she's dead set on having all her friends over. What do you do? Have your friends. I'm going to watch the game somewhere else. Okay. In a tight space like the Norlings, though, if this is happening in the Norlings household, there's just there's a couple TVs, but very limited space. Cap, you know, like I've thrown Super Bowl parties before. My cousin Dion, she does not like football, but she does like the Puppy Bowl. That's always adjacent to the Super Bowl, as you well know. Yeah. You've seen this, right? Yeah, sponsored by Purina. So <laughs> she'd rather watch that. Like, you know what? We got a big enough house. Go with Michelle or whoever, and you can go watch that while the rest of us watch the Super Bowl. But, but it sounds like the snore creation here is the whole party is people that don't really... I'm not really a sports fan. I don't have any interest in watching the Super Bowl with a group of people that aren't sports fans. How many people is that, Shade? I guess that's the question. Six or eight or ten? Uh, yeah, probably more like ten. Oh, Lord. That's too many people that don't like football. <laughs> they can't have a good time, Cap. They'll just be there for the commercials, not for the football. You want people that are like-minded, right? When you're watching a game like that. Correct. Like, who do you got for MVP? You got a parlay go? A what? Uh, I'm not interested. Not for the Super Bowl. So what do you do, honey? You can have your friends over. I will go over to Jonathan's and watch the game with him. And I wonder what, uh, how sore would she be about that? Would she be okay with that? Your wife, yes, but I guess the average wife. I don't know. That's a tough one, isn't it? Yeah. Like, hey, you're throwing a Super Bowl party. Okay, well, you have your Super Bowl party adjacent, <laughs> where you have a bunch of people over that don't like football, and I'll go to a football, actual Super Bowl party. Correct. So how does that work in the... Well, Shay, you see, your wife's different because she likes sports, too. She well, does, but her friends don't. And I've brought this up before. Oh, it is she's, She's got one friend who is who is a guy, Uh-oh. and he comes over, and he's one of these sports ball losers. I've talked about this yeah. before, and he will be vocal about it. What's his oh, name? Well, I'm not going there. But he, he'll come out You've and be very vocal. Be very oh. vocal. Oh, yeah, sports ball. I don't want to watch this. I'm just here for the commercials. Dude, shut up. It's the Super Bowl. <laughs> I want to watch football. Get out of my house. Please. Uh, Jay Moore? Is there a situation in uh, around your family or friends that uh, are there for the Super Bowl but don't watch the games or are not there for the games? Non-football fans. Yeah. How do you handle that in the Moore household? Well, sometimes I just don't open the door. <laughs> you don't let them in? <laughs> Wait a minute. You can't. If just... there's like one or two. Wait no. a minute. Oh, you're not invited. That's what you're saying. Like Exactly. So there's some that's going to be just there for the commercials. You don't allow them, them in. But they, if... Right, but if there's one or two, I get what Johnny's saying. I, that's fine. But if the whole party, my wife's bringing all people who don't really care about sports, because you're going to have a, 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 a nice amount that's just coming for the food. Okay, let me ask you this. Jay Moore, does your wife like sports? Yes. She, but like as much as you do? Yeah. Okay, but she does have friends that come over that, yes, they're there for the food and for the ambiance, but are not football fans. How many of them would you allow? You said just two. More than two? I'll say one. 
Just one. Just one. Somebody you could just converse <laughs> with. For my guy. You get Somebody. one or two. They're going to ha- yeah. come hang out. No, like I, I get I'm a weird guy. I get him a different cat. I, it's the Super Bowl, man. I'm a football-obsessed no. loser. I like sitting down, getting the volume up, listening to the broadcast, watching the game, locked in, live betting, doing all the stuff. I like the snacks, the food, right. having the people over, everything. What I don't need is the guy in the back of the room. Oh, I don't even want to watch the game. Football's so stupid. Everybody's out there getting concussions. This is terrible. I don't need you in my house for this. Because it turns into something else. Now you're talking about a chorus line and uh, any other thing other than football. Okay. Yeah, like if there's one or two that came over and we had a house, like Waddle has the Super Bowl party, and there's 50 people there. Yeah. If there's two or four of them that really don't care about that's fine. There's plenty of people I can gravitate to. My whole house, 10, 12, 15, 18, 20 people, and none of them are like-minded like me? No, not going to happen. You know what's really, what really sucks for you, Shay, is concussion guy. The, Wall- the worst. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, football's unethical. You see those people on Twitter every time there's some big injury. Yeah. Football's unethical. It's time for it to end. Stop. I get it. It's sad. It's tragic when these things happen. It's unfortunate. It's a part of the game. Get out of my house. Don't come over and be that guy. That's What's his all name? I'm saying. What's Jacob. Jacob. There is. Jacob. You need to have Jacob park cars. Exactly. <laughs> I don't think Jacob's going to park cars. No, seriously. I mean, it, so you know what that is, Shay? That's Wall Street Journal sports guy. Right. Reading the front, the broadsheet. Oh, look at this. Concussions are up in the NFL. What a oh, horrible thing. Horrible for that sport of oh, football. Horse racing. Two horses died at Santa Anita. They should ban that sport, too. Those are the worst sports fans. The broadsheet Wall Street Journal guys that don't watch the games, don't watch SportsCenter, they have no idea, but they see the big broad street, but broad sheet, hmm, concussions up. That's bad for the sport. And listen, I like this guy. We go out, out of here. We have a good time. We go get drinks. We have fun. We do what we do. But it's for the Super Bowl, I don't need you. The erudite guy in the room while you're trying to watch sports. I don't need a Rick Tellender in my party. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, Jeff. The journalist or the guy that's reading deep into the story about the NFL. Just watch the game and just be a guy. Yeah, be a dude for a day. It's <laughs> just funny. Deal breakers. That's what we do right here on Chicago's Home for Sports ESPN 1000. Take that. Coming up next, we get a chance to be able to talk about what happened or what did not happen so far with the Chicago Bulls. We have four people on it. Me, it's Cap, it's Shay, it's Jay Moore. We're all looking to see if the Bulls are going to make a deal here by the deadline. It's NBA trade deadline day. They have it until 2 o'clock. Time's ticking, AK. What are you going to do? When the NBA trade deadline Who? starts looming on you. I don't even know if he exists. We'll find out in the press conference. I'm He's not still making alive. a trade, brother. <laughs> what you going to do, brother? What you going to do when the NBA trade deadline starts looming down on you? Ooh, ooh. Thank you very much, Hulk Hogan. Sorry. Coming up, we'll talk about that and more on Captain J. Hood.